Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Hello. Hello. Okay, Peyton had a really good idea. What was your idea? You should listen to Circle Round. It's a kid podcast. Yeah. And they tell different stories. Yeah, they don't read books. They just tell stories and folk tales. And, like, you know how, like, okay, so, like, in America we have... It's called Circle Round, and it's really... I like it. And if you find it, it should have a big lion or... Like, yeah, a drawing yeah. of a lion. Yeah. It's cool because it tells all different countries fairy tales. Like how we have, I guess a lot of the fairy tales that we used, that used to be like told to kids like Humpty Dumpty or Mary Had a Little Lamb, like those things. Mm-mm, it doesn't write, it doesn't have those. No, it does. But what I was going to say was that it talks about other countries' fairy tales. So it's kind of cool. Okay, so why don't you like tone down that aggressive coloring? Peyton is coloring, and we just said this. We're like, hey, look, we could be a nap family. We could totally be a nap family, right? I feel like, I was like, what if every day we come home, we get a snack, we do your math homework, then we do a little bit of reading, and then we what? Take a nap. That's what we did yesterday, and like... I slept for three and a half hours. Dude, I know, and honestly... I think we're a nap family. What do you think? Sure. Sure? Okay. Well, I mean, we napped, and you want to do it again today, so I'm like, duh, I think it's a great idea. Okay, Ivy and Bean Take the Case, book 10, part, what part are we? Two. Yep. Do you want to start it? No, I'm okay. Um, okay. I'll tell you when I want to read. I'll go. Okay, you'll tap me with your pen. Okay. Special delivery. All around pancake court, rectangular cement lids lay beside slimy cement holes. I don't think it counts as a mystery, said Prairie. She was nine. She argued a lot. Sure it does, said Bean. It was the mystery of what's under the cement rectangle. I solved it. I feel a lot better now that I know for sure that there aren't monsters in there, said Sophie S. Oh, that's cute. Little kids are cute. It's not mysterious, argued Prairie. It's just pipes and dirt. The nerve, Bean made her eyes into slits. Look, I'm almost a private investigator, so I know about what's a mystery and what's not. Prairie made a snorty sound. Hey, Dino, she called as he whipped by on his skateboard. Guess what Bean and Ivy are doing? He skidded across the grass. What? We're solving mysteries, said Bean firmly. Dino looked around. What mysteries? Bean looked at Prairie. The mystery of the sleeping mailman. Whispered Ivy. They tiptoed down Ivy's driveway and stuffed themselves behind a bush. Very carefully, they leaned out and looked towards the mail truck parked next to the curb. Inside, the mailman was lying across two front seats and his eyes were closed. His mouth was open and he had headphones in his ears. I don't see what's so mysterious about him, said Prairie. He's just sleeping. He does it every day, Bean whispered. He whizzes around Pancake Court, 
parks in front of Ivy House and falls asleep for two hours. Why does he sleep in the middle of the day? It's a mystery. Were we not just saying we were going to nap? Dude, we literally just said we were going to do naps. Okay, you have to admit, that's kind of weird. No. Dude. I don't remember this book. This, I don't think we ever, we actually never got this far. We stopped. Mm. I think the last book was the one that we stopped at. Yeah, okay, okay. That's read. crazy. Read. Read. This book ah. is, read. This book is so our vibe. Okay. Prairie looked around. Prairie looked doubtful. But Bean didn't wait for her to argue. She moved silently to a tree near the mail truck and beckoned for Ivy to follow her. One by one, Ivy and Sophie W. and Dino and Prairie came to her side. Together, they watched the mailman breathe in and breathe out. Bean remembered how Al Seven had a big, had a, given a big sigh and walked up towards Sammy LaBarba. Bean pulled down her hat and gave it a big sigh and walked towards the mail truck. Silently, she stood at the open door in front of the truck. The mailman breathed in and breathed out. Silently, the other kids gathered around her. The mailman breathed in and out. Silently, Bean bent down to look at the mailman. What was the matter with him? The mailman breathed in and out. Silently, the other kids bent down to look at the mailman. What was the matter with him? The mailman's eyes clicked open and he screamed. Okay, but here's the thing. I literally thought maybe he has a new baby. And look at this picture. I think I'm psychic today. Yeah. I think my psychic abilities are coming out. And I also think that that means I should really focus on my tarot card reading because I think I'm really onto something. No. I don't know. Because look at the picture. Come on. No. I'm just, ah, oh man, I'm saying. Okay. But now we know. Bean was saying, we didn't know before and now we do. He's just tired because his baby cries all night. I'm just saying, I did think that. You're looking at me like, like you're impressed. Mm-hmm. You are impressed yeah. with my brain thinking skills. No, no. He's just tired because his baby cries all night, said Prairie. It's not very mysterious, agreed Dino. Ruby and Trevor, who lived down the street, nodded. They came outside that they didn't think a sleepy ah, mailman was mysterious either. Ivy's cheeks got pink. Look. No one knew why he slept in his truck. And now we know the mystery is solved by Bean P.I. Prairie shook her head. Fine, said Bean. I'll solve my mis- the next mystery alone with Ivy. What's the next mystery? asked Sophie S. I can't tell you, but it's a good one, said Bean, crossing her arms. A really good one, added Ivy. Very mysterious and strange. Strange, Sophie S. said. Really? Bean frowned. It wasn't exactly strange. Yeah, said Ivy. So strange that it would make your hand hair stand on its end. Trevor made an I don't believe you noise. What, is, what do you think that sounds like? Like pfft. Hmm. You know how I spell pfft? Hmm. P-F-F-F-S-T. Oh. <laughs> I think, I don't know. P-F-F-F. But it's like pfft. No, it's Oh. Um, so mysterious that your skin would crawl. Ivy went on. Bean looked at her, worried. Their skin probably wouldn't crawl exactly. So incredible. What? yelled Trevor Ruby Prairie at the same time. The tangs, Bean shouted. What did they keep 
locked behind that fence. There was a silence. I've always wondered that, said Trevor. It was a beautiful garden. There were flowers everywhere, roses and big blue things that Bing didn't know the name of. There was a cherry tree with a shiny red cherry on it. There was a stone lion and a table and a white bench where the Teng's cat snoozed in the sun. There were even artichokes with purple tops growing on the stems. Bean had never known that an artichoke grew on stems. It was pretty. It was nice. But it was not mysterious. Or strange. Or incredible. Or skin crawling. Bean climbed down the chair on top of the other chair. On top of the table. Look at that. A chair on top of a chair on top of the table. That looks safe. (laughs) You know what that screams to me? Hmm. Broken arm. Oh, and it's one of those plastic chairs. Oh, uh, it's going to break. She's going to break her arm. And the mystery is going to be solved. You can't stand on chairs. <laughs> Slowly, she turned to face Ivy, Sophias, Dino, Prairie, Ruby, and Trevor. Dang, she's got the whole court there with her. Chapter, what's up? Things were not going the way Bean wanted. Dino pulled a blade of grass from the lawn. Look, he yelled, it's a mis- mystery of a piece of grass. Sophia kicked off her flip-flop. Oh my gosh, it's the mystery of the missing shoe. Prairie held her finger up in front of her face. I see a mysterious hand. Bean felt herself get hot and embarrassed. No one laughed at L7. She was doing exactly what he did. But why was he cool and tough while Bean was hot and embarrassed? It wasn't fair. Ivy stomped her foot. There are strange and mysterious things on Pancake Court. You just don't notice them. Sophie S. and Ruby giggled. Trevor said, you're loonies. Nothing strange ever happens around here. This place is the most boring place in the world. Trevor and Ruby went to school at home. They got bored a lot. I'll bet you 50 cents you can't show me one strange thing on Pancake Court. One. Bean looked around quickly in Pancake Court for one strange thing. Houses, yards, yards, cars, Mr. Clumby going to work, two cats, bicycle jake the teenager his shopping her shopping bag nothing strange no i'm just stretching my mouth nothing strange she had to think she could say that he had buried treasure in a map and then she could draw it real quick trevor made a snorty sound it's the case of the missing mystery he said and then he laughed bean's hat is pretty strange giggled prairie Bean yanked off her hat. Come on, Ivy, she said, as toughly as she could. We have mysteries to solve. Ivy nodded in an L7-ish way. Look tough, Bean muttered. Ivy rubbed her face as they walked away from Pancake Court. It's like she rubbed her face like she's rubbing her chin. (laughs) Weird. Bean needed a mystery on the double. A lost puppy or a necklace or strange people hiding in trees or smudged handprints on cards or cars or anything. Do you see anything looks mysterious? She whispered to Ivy. Mrs. Trans rocks, suggested Ivy. Mrs. Trans had white rocks in her yard instead of grass. Why would anyone do that? Not good enough, said Bean. We need something strange and mysterious. Like, she stopped. That, she said, pointing. It was Dino's house and she was pointing at that she was pointing at but the house wasn't the mysterious part the mysterious part was the bright yellow rope dangling from the roof of the house on the ground one end was tied around the chimney and the other was sitting in the middle of dino's front lawn 
What's that? asked Ivy. A mystery, said Bean. Whew, just in the nick of time. Ivy began to smile. It's a rope of mystery. I'm still not scared, hollered Trevor, and he and Dina were picking up, picking bark off sticks and throwing it at each other. Hey, Dino, called Bean. What's the rope on your house? Dino stopped throwing bark and looked at it, at his house. He frowned. I don't know. He threw another piece of bark. Then he came to stand next to Bean and Ivy. That wasn't there before? So this is the first time you've seen it? Asked Bean. Dino nodded. Then he frowned some more. Weird. Strange, Bean corrected him. And mysterious, said Ivy. Trevor threw a piece of bark at Dino and it bounced off. What are you guys doing? He asked, coming closer. I'm going to ask my mom, said Dino. She probably did it or something. Bean and Ivy and Trevor watched the rope until Dino and his mom came back. Dino's mom looked busy and she had two pairs of glasses on her head and sticky note on her shirt that said, Don't forget Friday. That, said Dino, pointing at the rope. Dino's mom looked up at the chimney and she looked down to the grass and she frowned. She went to gently pull on the rope. She frowned more. That's weird, she said, still frowning, and she turned to Dino. If you went up on that roof, there's, you're going to be big trouble, young man. I didn't do it, yelped Dino. If I didn't, I wouldn't ask you about it. Right, sorry, his mom shook her head. I have no idea what this is, and I didn't put it here. I couldn't, I couldn't, actually. We don't even have a ladder that goes all the way up to the roof, she frowned again. Strange. Bean looked at Trevor and wiggled her eyebrows, which was sort of like a sticking out your tongue, but you can't get in trouble for it. Dino's mom stared at the rope for a while longer, and then she shrugged. I don't know, but I have to finish this email. We'll figure it out later. And she went back to the house. What if somebody's trying to sneak into the house? I know, that's what I thought. Like somebody's like on her, like a homeless person's on their roof. You know what I thought of? (laughs) You know that video on YouTube? Where it's like the girl's been living in the guy's house and she lives in like the area above the kitchen. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bean waited patiently until she was gone. She turned around to Dino and Trevor. Well, what do you know, she said. She put on her hat again. We've got a mystery on Pancake Court. And you know what I would say? Pony up. I'm trying to think of a word I can say on this podcast. Pony up, buddies. Give me that 50 cents, because I found a mystery. Chapter Pancake Falls. The first thing Bean did was dust for fingerprints. Al Seven was always dusting for fingerprints. Here's how you dust for fingerprints. First, you sprinkle powder, then you gently dust it away, and then you wipe your magnifying, you whip out your magnifying glass and peer through it, and ta-da, you see the fingerprints of the bad guy. Bean didn't really understand how fingerprints worked, but the dusting part was actually really fun. Gently, Bean sprinkled baby powder on a yellow rope, and she gently brushed it away with a paintbrush. Everyone looked. Bean whipped out her magnifying glass and peered through. She saw rope. Just as I thought, she said. She nodded slowly and made her voice low. There are no fingerprints here. Ivy nodded slowly. Nope, no fingerprints. But that doesn't help us at all, said Dino. Why is there rope on my house? Bean made her eyes very narrow. Time will tell. She, she's like acting like an adult. She put her magnifying glass in her pocket and looked at the sky. Speaking of time, it was almost time for dinner. Her dad came out on the front porch. Bean, he called. 
You can't leave now, said Dino. Al Seven never said goodbye. He said things like, catch you later, chump. But that was really mean, so Bean said, bye-bye, bye, you guys, see you tomorrow. <laughs> the next morning was completely regular. Yawn, splash, stumble, cereal, banana, where's my jacket, somebody took it, oh, here it is, until bye. And Bean got outside and saw Ivy was standing on the sidewalk in front of her house, watching the ground. She was watching the ground so seriously that she didn't hear Bean running up behind her. Is she going to scare her? Bug? asked Bean, and she hoped it was a big one. Ivy shook her head and pointed. The yellow rope had grown in the night. Where had it ended the day before? On Dino's lawn? Now it was... Now an... There was now a knot. More yellow rope went across the lawn and circled Dino's tree. This is... This down his driveway and next door to Ivy's house where, the sn- where it snaked in and out of the fence pots and ended up on the stairs. What the... Whoa, said Bean. It was a real genuine mystery. Yes, said Ivy. And she turned around and looked at Bean carefully. Did you do it? Me, squawked Bean? No, no way. She stopped squawking and looked carefully at Ivy. It wasn't you, was it? Ivy shook her head. No, I thought it was you. How, how would I get up in Dino's chimney? Bean pointed out. They both turned and stared at the rope. It's the real thing, muttered Ivy. Bean nodded. They both tried to look tough. But they couldn't. Cool, they yelled at the same time. For some reason, Dino didn't think it was cool. It was creepy. And when they met up that afternoon, Sophie S. and Ruby and Trevor nodded. They thought it was creepy too. Why, asked Bean. She looked down at the rope, winding in and out of Ivy's fence. It's just a rope. But somebody put it there, said Dino, and we don't know why. Bean nodded. Yeah, pretty strange, isn't it? It's a real mystery, said Ivy. This time, nobody argued, not even Prairie. So you want to find out who did it, asked Bean. Yeah, said Dino. Yeah, said Ruby and Trevor and Sophie S. and Prairie nodded. Okay, said Bean. I'll take the case. When you throw those, babe, will you just like set it down so it doesn't make a big noise? <laughs> okay, said Bean, I'll take the case. She tried to remember that L7, what L7 said when he took the case. But she pulled her hat down and said, Watch out, mister, whoever tried the yellow rope. You've met your match. That's funny. Ivy, uh, chapter, house calls. Ivy came down her stairs holding a gigantic pair of scissors. My mom said not to cut anything thick with them. She handed them to Bean. I've seen ropes that are way thicker than this, Bean said. She held, she knelt by the end of the rope and started cutting. Okay, she said. Then she'd finally, what she'd finally done, this is our sample. Let's get it to work. She stood up. What are you you doing? Asked Dino. We're going to find our suspect, she said. Our what? Asked Prairie. Suspects are the people who might have done it, explained Bean. We're going to look into the basement and sheds and stuff. If we see a yellow rope, then we know that person's probably the one who's doing it. Get it? They got it. That's funny. They got it. First stop is your house, said Bean to Dino. My house, Dino shouted. I didn't do anything. Okay, but what about your dad? Everyone, what about your dad, asked Bean. Or Crumb, I mean Matt, because he was going to say Crummy Matt. Everyone called Dino's brother Crummy Matt except Dino. 
Dino, it was hard to remember to call him just plain Matt when Dino was around. It wasn't my dad or Matt, said Dino. They're in the field trip, but you can look at it in the basement if you want. Dino's basement was surprising, but nothing, but because of, wait, Dino's basement was surprising, but not because there was no yellow rope in it. There were lots of paintings in it, and they were all cloud. They were all of clouds, and that Dino's dad had painted. That's cool. That's I didn't know. I, I, that's cool that he was an artist, huh? Okay. Okay, and this is strange. What? At Sophia's house. Oh, okay, that's why. At Sophia's house, they kept their junk in the garage. There was plenty of junk in here. No rope. At Ruby and Trevor's house was the neatest place in the world even at the shed all the stuff in the it all the stuff was in baskets and each basket had a little sign on it ivy and bean found the green garden string but no rope okay that sounds like angron's dream house where everything is like perfectly organized huh Mm -hmm. they went to prairie's house sophie w's house and then jake the teenager's house jake the teenager said his gecko was sleeping so they couldn't come in He said he knew for sure he didn't have any yellow rope. Then they just went to Ivy's house. Oh, I think he's a little liar. What about you? Yeah. Hmm. His gecko was sleeping. Liar. Um. Uh. Then they went to Ivy's house and then Beans too. Just to be fair, they saw many interesting things, but not one of those things was yellow rope. After that, everyone went to Beans. Went to sat in her beans spinning chair, thinking they had to get it. They had done all the kids' house, eight kids' houses, no rope. That left seven, no, eight houses with no kids or tiny kids or grown up kids. How was she gonna get into those basements and sheds? Could she sneak in? She might have to break the window. Al Seven would probably do it in a second. Al Seven was probably never being grounded. Ivy cleared her throat, beans spun. Ivy cleared her throat again. Bean looked at her. What? Ivy wiggled her eyebrows and tossed her hair. But Bean gave an Ivy... Wait, Bean gave Ivy a bug-eyed look. What? Tapped Ivy. What? Ivy tapped her nose. What? Bean shouted. I have an idea, yelled Ivy. Everyone looked up. Well, I do. I read... I read a book that said that you can tell when people are lying. They look to one side and cover their mouths or they pull their ears while they're talking. Pull their ears? Who pulls their ears? Asked Sophie, confused. Bean pulled her ear. <sighs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make me feel like they're lying. No, said Ivy. It doesn't make you lie to pull your ear. But if you are lying, you pull it. Oh, Bean thought about that. Great. Don't you get it? Asked Ivy. We go around Pancake Court, we ring the doorbell, show the people the rope, and we say, have you seen this rope before? Everyone will say no, but if they look to the side or cover their mouths or pull their ears while they say it, they're lying. And then Ivy smiled. We have our suspect. What do they have to do so they're lying? Do they have to what? What do they have to do if they're lying? They're going to go to people's houses and ask them and see if they're lying. They'll like look side by side or they're pulling their ear. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, something with their nose. Yeah. Well, maybe scratch their nose. Plan, chapter, plan ahead. M- the Tings weren't home. Mr. Columbia scratched his head. Nope. Kalia said, potty, potty, potty. Kalia's mom said, sorry, I don't think so, girls. Oh, honey, yuck. 
because she's putting her hands in her diaper. Mr. Inser was really incredibly old, rubbed his forehead and said, don't need any rope, thanks anyways. <laughs> he understood, he thought, he misunderstood, he thought they were selling it. I love your hat, squeaked Eleanor, who lived in the blue house. A rope? Give them enough rope. Ah, ha, 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 you kids are wild and great. What? What a kooky old lady, huh? Mr. Larson was taking his, talking on his phone. Not now, rope? No, no rope. I'm not, I'm not talking to you, Frank. It's these kids. No, no rope. Come back later or something. Mr. Larson, Mr. Larson said, get off the phone, Bert Bennett. It's not ours. Bean, I'm sorry. Fester the dog barked, but there was nobody at the house except him. Ivy took a deep breath. She took one step into Mr. Trans's front path. Like magic, the door opened and Mr. Trans, Miss Trans was standing on her porch. <sighs> what are you doing in my garden, little girl? Yelled Mrs. Trans. God, she is such a rude neighbor, honestly. And she is not good looking and she's a little bit portly. Do you know what portly means? Hmm. Chunky monkey. Hi, Miss Trans, began Ivy politely. Don't mistrans me, yelled Mrs. Trans, not politely. What are those children doing on my sidewalk there? Is that, is that Bernice? She peered at Bean, who was bravely standing at the edge of Mr. Trans's white gravel. And at the other, at the other kids who were sort of crouched in the hedge next door. Go away. I, Ivy held up the yellow rope. I was, it was shaking a little. Most grown-ups pretended, at least pretended to like kids, not Mrs. Trans. Um, we were wondering, speak up. We were wondering, said Ivy a little louder, stop whispering. Ivy's face turned red and the rope, and shook the rope a little more. We, she began, and now her voice was shaking too. Most of the time, Bean was scared of Mrs. Trans, but something, sometimes she couldn't stand her more than she was scared of her. And this was one of those times. Bean charged through the white gravel and grabbed Ivy's arm and hauled her towards Mrs. Towards the porch. Look, Miss Trans, she yelled, we found this rope. Is it yours? She waved the rope at Mrs. Trans. I don't know what you're talking about, yelled Mrs. Trans. I don't have rope. Go home. Bean knew how to drive Mrs. Trans around the bend. She stepped right up beside her and smiled with all of her teeth. Great. Thanks, Mrs. Trans. Mrs. Trans took a deep step. Uh, steep, whoa, blah, 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 took a step back, and Bean followed, still smiling. She put up her arms like she was about to give her a hug. Then Mrs. Trans squeaked and scuttled back inside her, her house. Go, she shouted, go along. She waved her hands at the, to the, waved her hands to dust them away. She's a really grumpy old lady. Back in the PI office, they agreed that no one had lied. No one looked to the side, no one covered their mouth, and no one pulled in their ears. Eleanor, who lived in the blue house, hadn't really answered, but she didn't act like she owned the rope either. They decided that the rope didn't belong to anyone in Pancake Court. There was no suspects. Suspects. Bean rubbed her face. Dino and Ruby and Trevor and Prairie and Sophie S. watched <sighs> in a worried way. So what are you going to do next? Asked Sophie S. Bean leaned back in her chair. Whoops, was that the broken part? She sat up. I'm going to do this. 
I'm going to do some hard thinking, she said. Al Seven had said that same thing when he was sitting in his car. Thinking about what, asked Prairie. Secret, said Bean. She straightened her, her papers. Tomorrow morning, I'll reveal my plan. They all nodded, nodded in a worried way, and then they went home very quietly, except Ivy. Bean spun her chair, and she slammed her phone down, her phone down a few times. Do you have a plan, asked Ivy. Sure, she said, said Bean. She spun around a few times. I believe they believed her. She was a PI of Pancake Court, and just like that, she had wanted to be, wanted to be. Dino and Sophie S. and Ruby and Trevor and Prairie were all expecting her to catch the whoever tied the yellow rope. So they're going to be mad if she didn't. I sort of have a plan, she said. A little bit? Ivy twirled her hair. What would Al Seven do? He'd sit and think in his car. You, you think your dad would let you sit in his car, asked Ivy? Bean sighed. Probably not. When Bean was a little kid, she had locked herself in her dad's car and honked the horn for a long time. Ever since then, she wasn't in the car by herself. I don't think any, I don't think it would do any good anyways, she said. It isn't sitting in the car that solves the cases. It's thinking. Ivy nodded. Okay. She watched Bean think. Bean thought. The most she thought, the, the more she thought, the more she didn't know who tied the yellow rope. How did L7 do it? Maybe it'll come, maybe it'll come to him in a dream, she said. Sometimes that happens. Maybe, said Bean. You better go to bed early tonight. Oh my goodness. Okay, I we are a nap family. I'm taking a nap. I am taking a nap and then we'll finish this after. Cool? Okay. Are you gonna take a nap too? Yeah. Oh my god. I listen, I'm gonna be honest. I've always wanted to be a nap family and a nap person, and guess what? We're finally doing it. Oh god, people are just gonna be so jealous. Aren't they? No. <laughs> it's kind of boring, huh? I don't care. I'm like psyched. Here's what I think we should do. Take a nap. Set the alarm. Go shopping for some Halloween decoration. Come back home. Have dinner. Do the rest of the podcast. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Good we day. We get to go to, tar- we have to go to Target. Well, Halloween store closes before Target, so. And if we miss the Halloween store, exactly. on- honestly. We have to go to Target after. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Peyton, look at me. This is how today went. Okay, ready? School, work, after school, Dutch Bros. We came here, we did math, we had a snack, we did reading, we're taking a nap, and we're ending it with Halloween shopping and freaking Target? Yeah. Dream day? Yeah. Oh my god, dream no. day. What? What do you mean no? After we go to... Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. My favorite day was maybe getting picked up in a limbo. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Really quickly, tell them how your birthday went from start to finish. I'm busy. Okay, I will. So I really, really, really decorated the kitchen, and we have an island in the middle of the kitchen. That's just basically an island is cabinets with a big counter on top of it. So I decorated the whole thing. We got blow uh, balloons. We got, like, unicorn balloons and huge balloons, like the, the two-foot balloons, and the they're big circles. Then we hung... um like banners and it was just so beautiful i have to post another picture and Peyton came out and she was surprised right mm-hmm. because in front of the doorway what was there um these spaghetti noodles yeah it was like pink they were shiny yeah they were like pinky purpley bluey opalescent like mostly blue and they were oh they were teal that's right anyways gorgeous and then 
we went to school. She got Dutch Bros. Then after school, what happened? I got picked up in Rainbow. We got a limo, and we picked her and her two. Oh, um, her friend McKenna came up, came with us, mm-hmm. and we picked up Presley in a limo with Peyton. And you should say hi to Presley. If she's, if you're you? listening, Presley and McKenna, hey hey, say mm-hmm. hi. Um, and then we went to, where did we go right after? Um. The limo picked us up here. And then we went to the foster place. And, and we, we went to, the, we went to the pound and you got to pick a kitten. We actually got three <clears throat> kittens. Yeah. Yep. And then, but there's foster because two of them are going to our friend Danielle and, and they're Jake's right cats. Now. Yep. We actually have them right That's now. That's true. So. And then what else? Um, and then we ended with pizza Mm-hmm. And it didn't rain that day, but it was, like, thunderstorming in the background. So yeah. there were rainbows, and you guys got to swim, and there's a really mm-hmm. cool picture and video of you guys jumping in the pool with a big rainbow in the background, and it was really cool. Right? Yep. And you got to open presents in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What a cool day that was, huh? Yeah. And you had cake. And what would you have for dinner? Remember? No. We ordered pizza. Dude, oh, yeah. I can't wait for your birthday again next year. What are you going to do for it? I don't know. It has to be good, though. Right? Just like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I already have ideas, but we're doing it, sister. Okay. All right. See you guys on the next podcast.